Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. Today we are talking about fitness trends based off Sherelle's awesome post uh, on her Instagram last week. Yeah, the other day uh, I put a Q&A box up as I normally do on my Instagram story and just asked a question about like what you're sick and tired of seeing in the fitness industry. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a spontaneous one, but I've been getting a little bit more triggered by certain things I've been seeing on social media recently. I was like, is it just me that's feeling this way? So I put that um, Q&A box up and some of the responses that came through like reinforced and consolidated, like exactly what I was thinking. I was like, yes, like Mm. everyone, I was like, yes, 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 I agree. So I was like, this is a good opportunity to be able to actually like, you know, put a place on the grid and create a bit of a thread um, and have some dialogue around some of these frustrations that I guess all of you guys and girls are feeling too. And some of the responses were just awesome. Like so good. I was just on the opposite side going, well done guys. I'm here cheering with you because we're frustrated too. So we really want to be able to have a bit of a chat about, you know, the way the fitness industry has changed because a lot of these frustrations come from old ways of doing things. Very much so. And people are getting smarter and wiser and more educated and, and more about living a healthy, balanced life. I think back in the day, the extremes were really cool. They were Mm. marketable. We kind of fell for it. It worked for a short time, but now we know as society gets faster and we're expected to do more and more in our days, it's just not feasible to to have that hustle grind mentality 24-7 aside from trying to live a well-balanced life. It just doesn't work. Um, And I really enjoyed that post with all the comments as well. I mean, you kind of opened up the floodgates for potential arguments and things, but it was actually (laughs) really cool to see people banding together and um, some of the responses that we'll talk about later on um yeah I I definitely agree with most of them which is really nice yeah for sure and as you mentioned like there's always a respectful way of doing things and you know so sometimes social media can be taken out of context as well but something I really loved and something I see often uh which happens when you approach with that growth mentality is that we're able to look at things that we don't disagree with and not people You know, we're not here to pigeonhole people or call out anyone. Absolutely not. We're here to be able to like spread messages about what we want to see, what we would love to see more of and what we would love to see less of. You know, and Mm. we do that almost in every episode. We talk about like things that we believe in and our values and our mission and, you know, who we are as people and what we want to bring to the fitness industry and just some of like the unproductive negative uh, messages that are still floating around, which we have the knowledge and the education and resources to be able to actually say this isn't helpful. You know, Mm. this isn't correct. This is actually a form of manipulation. So that's what the intention is of this episode and I guess posts and content like that. Yeah, awesome. So as we sort of touched on before, the way things used to be now, you know, we always mention that we've tried it all and if people Mm. scrolled all the way back to our Instagram, you know, we, we do things very differently back then and I definitely went through a phase of that grind mentality, you know, um, and, and someone wrote the term, we all have the same 24 hours, you know, go hard or go home. Stuff like how bad do you want it? Sweat is yeah. back crying. And it was very masculine and, and high achieving and just nonstop. And yes, I rode that wave for a little bit and, mm. and I got a lot of stuff done, um, but then it was just too detrimental to other elements of life, relationships, you know, yep. I was very um, tunnel visioned in things and it just wasn't a long-term approach. Um, yeah. So people are definitely realizing that because people have kids, people have jobs working all hours it doesn't mean you don't want your goals bad enough but Mm. you know you're not sort of psychotic about it and that's fine yeah it's I guess it's the whole mentality of like that go hard or go home or like work harder like just Mm. working harder and we speak about that all the time it's not just about going harder because you can only go hard for so long you need to be able to like flick the script and go smarter you Mm. know and be able to find better ways of doing everything because that grinding sort of like push, push, push. It's only sustainable for so long. And unfortunately, that's what the fitness industry bleeds out is the formula for success. Like, yes, you need work ethic. Like, don't get me wrong. There's going to be times where you do have to work hard, but it shouldn't always be that way. And I think it's a bit privileged to be able to say, oh, you just need to work harder 
because mm. we see all the time like and we've gone through it like we've worked incredibly hard and not achieved our goals because we worked so hard mm. um, it's not about always working hard and a lot of these things unfortunately they're they're sold off those messages whether it's yeah. working harder or getting things easier it's always about like the shortest route to be able to get to your goal which is unfortunate because it's not the truth like it's a yeah. multi-layered process it's going to take lots of chapters it's going to take that yin and yang mentality it's going to take yes the working hard but then pulling back so that you can push forward yeah and I guess um like the other thing to keep in mind that we really want to spread here today is that for anyone that's a coach a business owner a content creator like anyone that's in that space the consumers are getting smarter like this conversation and that post and those comments reinforces that like people are sick and tired of the same bs messages that are coming out because they've worked hard they've tried the Mm. challenges they've done all the fads and they still haven't achieved the results right no surprise so people are going to do that 180 and start looking for better ways of doing things yeah yeah awesome and i think you know you mentioned getting things quicker people used to really want things straight away but we're getting wiser and not really falling for that but it's unfulfilling to get get the goal quickly yeah like it's we're becoming wiser and learning more about enjoying the process and not you know setting a goal to run away from a problem Mm. in life and I'm sure we've all been there but it's still very prevalent so from the outside someone might look like they're well and truly into health and fitness but are they running away from something is it a nice distraction from something Um, we really need to be okay with stopping and not always being on because you know when we stop then we can actually address the underlying why and the underlying problem of of what fitness is solving Um, Mm. so it is important to be able to tap into that space and and flick the switch as you said um, and slow down a little bit because it doesn't mean you won't get to your goal it means it might take a little bit longer but you'll be doing it from a place of actually enjoying getting it because you're going to get there you're going to be lean or you're going to be on stage and you'll be very unfulfilled yeah well said I'm sure you're in the exact same um, camp as me Danny but I get a lot of women come to the women's health movement that are sick of doing the challenges and the fads and going around in circle. And it's like everyone goes through it. Like yep. everyone goes through it at some stage in their fitness journey where, of course, like as humans, we want to go the path of least resistance. Other mm-hmm. people get on and they show their shredded body and they say how easy it was to get here and this is the secret answer or whatnot. <laughs> and the reality is it's like never like that. We've been the opposite side where we've been incredibly lean and felt our worst. And I think that gives you great perspective to be able to sit on the opposite side of the fence and be like, well, what does health and fitness actually mean to you? Like, what does it feel like? What does it look like? How do you want to get there? And I yep. always argue the thing that's like, if you're on your 19th challenge, there's something wrong. Like, mm. yeah, do a challenge, get your result, learn, take the skills and have a lifestyle, like integrate yeah. it for the rest of your life. We shouldn't just be constantly thriving and pushing and thriving and pushing to be able to get to the next goal. But yeah. I guess- Transitioning into uh, like the episode and some of the context that we wanted to talk about today, we we picked out like a handful of our favorite um, comments or I guess some um, categories that come up on the post that I made about things that you're sick and tired of seeing in the fitness industry. And we really just wanted to go through them and give a bit of context to them as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think the underlying theme of all of the things that are kind of annoying people, people feel a bit off about is because there's, there's no element of truth in, in mm. these. Um, people feel like they're being lied to, manipulated, you know, like, hmm, that looks good in theory, but why doesn't it work for me? So I think that's the underlying theme of the list that we've got here. Um, so we'll kick it off and then we'll give our opinion on each and what we think. So the first one is beach workouts. Now, mainly in it's performed in a g-string mainly with a glue band you know it looks very sexy it looks nice but where do you draw the line because again context if that's what you do on your page and it gets you engagement and followers great but Mm. I just wouldn't tell people to do that because that's not how you get that physique yeah it's usually as well the message that goes with it so it's usually accompanied by the caption of like booty workout to build that peach (laughs) insert insert well-developed fitness model that has been resistance training for five years right it's manipulation because Mm. that person look and like as we were discussing off air danny it's really important that like some people um if they have 
only done booty band workouts on the beach and they have generally built their physique and they've got the genetics and whatever and that's what they believe it's a different conversation good on it awesome right <laughs> freaking show me <laughs> but if it's if it's at, like what you said danny it's confusing because the other yes. person probably heavily promotes a different style of training if they've got a well-developed physique but then if they're like getting in their bikini and i mean like who trains in their bikini getting in their bikini and putting a freaking blue booty band <laughs> on and doing some circuit style plyometric workout and then like doing it for engagement, swipe and safe. Um, like it's, <laughs> it, it, it deteriorates trust in people. It, it doesn't, doesn't look me. nice. It doesn't me. Like as mm. someone in the industry that does know a hell of a lot better, I look at them and I go, shame on you, to be mm. honest. Like I go, why are you doing that? You're making my job hard. Like you're making yes. it harder for us on the other side to say, no, we need progressive overload. We need structure. We don't, we're not here to burn shit. Like we're here to develop muscle. Yeah. And again, good on them for having the confidence to do that. And that's great. You know, they're jumping up and down, not worrying about their boobs flying out or if the G string comes down, good on them. It's a spectacle for the people around them. And, you know, being on the beach is awesome. We all love the beach, but it's just the message that comes with it. As you said, like, this is how I got my physique. It's not like, Mm. that's a hobby. Like, just separate the two. You can still do your sexy photos and your sexy workouts. I love that. I'm all about empowering women. Yep. But again, the issue is in the message. It's very yep. misleading and it's not true. Well, I am all about empowering women, but this disempowers, to be honest, because it's a it's a form of like your message isn't consistent. And I think it's yep. really important if you're someone who is actively sharing on social media, your messaging needs to be clear and consistent. Could you imagine if I come out and was like, guys, I'm keto today? Why not? Yeah. It goes against my philosophy of nutrition and like what I believe in and all those sort of core values. And I think it's really important. Now, I think people yeah. are getting smarter when it comes to this. Like I have noticed the beach workouts drop off um, and those mm. sorts of things, but there was definitely a phase and a trend. Yeah. But maybe yeah, it was Aussie it was. summer. It was Aussie summer and it's great. Like, you know, we, we were all at the beach, but we weren't really squatting and doing all that. But um, it, yeah, it was definitely a trend. I think that came with the whole laptop lifestyle and coaching mm. lifestyle. Oh yeah. Like I get a quick session in. Yeah. It was all, it was all with that, that theme as well. Um, yeah. But again, yeah, it's very inconsistent. And to be a leader, to be a coach, your messaging needs to be consistent. So it's Mm. also like if someone's sponsored by one brand one week, then the next week they're like, oh, no, actually this brand, use my code. Then the next week, no, this one. It's very like transparent. People are starting to read through that. Yeah. Yeah. So we need, if you had said, okay, I'm trying keto this week. Yeah, because of X, Y, Z. You need a reason or say, hey, I'm trying this. I read this study whatever I'm, I just want to trial something rather mm-hmm. than just saying no everything I ever said was a lie like don't don't do that like you yeah. need a reason and an explanation yeah what well, very well said very well said and it's always the Instagram angles too that sort of give it away as to like why they're doing what they're doing <laughs> training biceps you just see up their yeah. butt crack it's like <laughs> we know you're nice to look at but please yeah but that was a very common one it got like 190 likes on it or something ridiculous on that comment comment, a lot of people feel the exact same way um but what we do is let's stop engaging with those posts and let's stop saving them um because (laughs) there's a reason why people do it and it's literally is because it gets the attraction of others and i mean like oh yeah you laugh at the comments you know those people i don't know if they're bots or not that they just post roses or like, will you marry me? You're the most beautiful thing on the earth. What about the ones that are like, <laughs> such and such helped me earn 1 million crypto? <laughs> what is that? Oh, oh my I God. Didn't... There is so much crypto. Can we just quickly talk about this? Because on <laughs> all of my accounts, yeah. actual humans that I know and used to follow are hacked. I know. Do they, they ask you for help. If anyone pops in your inbox and says, can Why you can please I help, help you? me? Or yes. can don't engage because you know we get that a lot Sherelle so I'm like yeah sure what I have had that and then they go I need a code for my phone or something like I'm having issues Mm. with my app and what they're trying to do is log into your app and you know the um 
authenticator code that comes they want you to give it to them so they can change oh. your password people are falling for it and i've had to block people that i used to follow I know. Of it. don't I know. open a message that says yeah. why can i help you and ask for a code i reckon in the last couple of months i've had at least have five people close to me that i've been able to be like one of them was my cousin and i messaged him <laughs> on, on facebook i was like hey um just wanted to check like you into crypto because you know how they do like the screenshot of their bank account on the it's yeah. like put on a cell well they've obviously being hacked yeah and then they yeah. do that oh, yeah. they probably photoshop it PayPal. and it was like no like i've been hacked get off get off so i was like okay i'm blocking you and <laughs> everyone knows crypto's dropped by like 50 percent anyway which yeah. is so shit so no one's making any money off crypto at the moment fyi yeah yeah <laughs> but be careful with your accounts i mean it's actually really scary to be honest like make sure you set up like everything really secure um change your passwords like regularly try to not have the same password for everything set up the authenticator code and make sure that you've got that and yeah and don't give it to anyone don't give it is that the only way they can get in that's one of them but that's the one that i've noticed come up the most yeah because you know how you see people that are like oh i've been hacked and i'm like what have you done that's dodgy though here like you've either given it away right Mm. Or you've put your password into something or brought likes or done Yeah, when you like- try to buy followers and likes, that yeah. used to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's so why I was like, just be smart about it. But anyways. Yeah. Oh, that was a thing too, I suppose, the way things used to be, buying followers and likes and all True. that. And now it's biting people in the ass. So stupid. You can tell because their followers are so high, but the engagement is so low. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You- it's. People used to, and unfortunately, brands still think like this. Like it's mm. uh, to me, I'm like, wow. Like brands have it so backwards. They look at your following and they go, oh, let's 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 sign her up. Let's try and get yep. her as an ambassador because X amount of followers you've got. It's got nothing to do with your followers because a lot of people that do have the millions of followers now, they've purchased half of them back in the day because that's what a lot of people used to do, and mm. they're suffering the consequences now because their engagement rate's so low because that's what Instagram looks at um, to see yeah. whether your stuff gets fed out. So, yeah, yeah, I think when it comes to social media, you're just going to make sure like your intentions are clear. Like, and this comes back to a lot of things that we're talking about, like. Mm why you are on this platform it's mm. not about the amount of followers it's about connecting with people because they are people on the opposite side of the screen yeah i love that so good um we'll go to the next one okay controversial ish some were for and some were against which mm-hmm. within good reason so we'll explain day of eating with body shots yeah yeah, this is something that I've been definitely on the lock on the no zone um, for a while just because of the way that it's been trending is usually it will start with an image of the, um, the person's physique um, and then sharing the day of eating with the specific calorie numbers and all those sorts of things. And on a subconscious level, I feel as though this actually um, says to younger women that that physique is linked to that calories. And I know mm. that sometimes this isn't the intention and they're doing it from a subconscious response because they know they're going to get more engagement um, from, you know, sharing their physique at the start. And again, all for people doing them, but let's just be careful about the actual message that we're sending people because yeah. one, I think sharing what you eat, and I, I definitely do this on my stories. Mm. I share my food. Um, I, people love seeing your nutrition. I love sharing it. Cooking is a very important part of culture. Yeah. Um, But we just have to be mindful that sometimes it can send the wrong message to people that these are the targets I need to be eating to be able to look like her because that's what people think. Yes, that is the problem. We both think that there's nothing wrong with showing meal ideas, particularly if you are a coach and you coach people through food or you have an app where you provide meal plans or macros, whatever. Give the ideas. That is great. But when it's personalized to you, as you said, with your calories, it's just not right because people will copy and then be disheartened when they don't look like you at the end. It just discounts, you know, lifestyle, your height, your ethnicity, genetics, genetics, um, what you do in the gym, everything. There's so many variables as to why someone looks the way that they do. Um, So it's not worth copying their food. And this is the same amongst guys and girls. It's, It's everywhere um but i do love meal ideas mm. so day on a plate's fine but then we need to remove the day on a plate that i eat and then you'll be able to look like me by the end it's yeah. just not good 
Or can we see like a day on a plate that's not fucking deficit? Like, can we see a day on a plate that's not sixteen hundred calories? Like, can well, we that's see a, realistic. Hey, yeah. can we see a day on a plate that's like twenty five hundred calories? Mm. Can like this is what I'm saying is like it's always about the low calorie food, the fillers, the diet foods, and all those sorts of things, which is not a bad thing. But why don't we just promote a normal way of eating? Because you know most people shouldn't be eating seventeen hundred calories for the whole year. You know they should be going into different phases and chapters, and it's one. of the main reasons in general why I sort of moved away from sharing my calories um, a while ago I don't mind um, and there's two arguments to this one side is I feel like people um, there's stigma about sharing like um, low calories when maybe that's what someone has Mm, to do mm. Um, and then there's stigma about bragging about being on high calories and then people mm. feeling like it sort of feeds into each other yeah. so that's why I feel like because I've I've spoken with a lot of people that are quite disheartened they're like why can she maintain on 3,000 calories and such and such and, and I'm like you know that's quite abnormal um but because a lot of people like it goes both ways you yeah know? And that's why I'm just on the argument of being like can we just really reinforce that nutrition's very individualized yeah um, so and I'm it's very yeah, I definitely used to share all of my macros when my fitness page, because I started the page for the first comp prep. I think the same yeah. as you, right? So my page was like physique shots and I'm on this many macros this week and I'm doing yeah. this. I was very into that and that was fine. Like it it worked for me at the time. I definitely don't do that now. Mm. Times have changed, goals have changed. And yeah. for that reason, I don't need people to know what I'm eating. A, because I don't always stick to it. And B, it probably changes the next week anyway. So it's just Mm -hmm. false information. Um, But yeah, it really depends on the purpose. I think if you're sharing a comp prep or if you're sharing a goal, that's fine. Say, hey, this is what I'm doing, but you're different. We Again, we need that message. You're different. And, you know, people, you don't need to be disheartened about, oh, so-and-so is eating this or that. Like, don't worry about copying other people. Just do you and live your life. Yeah, stay in your lane. And something I'm more on the fence of is being like, yeah, I'm in a 20% deficit at the moment, like, and sort of just trying to make it more relative um, because me being in a 20% deficit and you being in a 20% deficit is the same thing at the yeah. end of the day. But people get so fixated on like, oh, you, you're eating more than 300 grams of carbs. So they get so fixated on the specifics. Mm. And I know to us it's common sense. But common sense isn't common, you know, and we have to remember who we're speaking to um, for the vast majority of things. And I think it's as well, like we're on the opposite side of the fence fixing a lot of these problems, um, whether it's the mindset that comes with it or the physical side of thinking that calories should be X amount. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to sort of day of eating, again, you know, the body shots, it is what it is. Um, not necessary, really. It might fit the Instagram profile grid, but just separate the message. I'm all about a good meal, you know, idea for people because particularly if you're talking to gem pop, people don't really eat well at all. Um, so I think it's very important for them to learn, but again, just separate the two factors. Yeah, for sure. Well said. Uh, and the other point that I think is really, uh, important to bring up that comes through quite a bit is just language Mm. in the fitness industry has really shifted. And you can see this from a lot of like bigger brands as well, that are starting to click onto this, how, uh, I guess much more, educated the consumers becoming but then also driven towards wellness and recovery too there's that being yeah. that big shift of like trying to move just away from being some a product a brand a service that solely focuses on a body and an outcome and a look mm. women are sick of that shit mm-hmm. like we're sick of being told that we have to be shredded and lean and skinny like we yeah. hate it to be honest and anyone that um like is in a big organization with lots of marketing and all that sort of stuff i feel like they're still living in the old ways of doing things and it takes a long time for culture to be able to change but I've started to see um in I guess the at my audience and then as well just like people's marketing in a really intelligent way they're moving away from words like tone shred and burn they Mm. might be speaking the language to them but then um defining those terms or like clarifying what that means like burning you know you might get the lactic acid sensation build up now we know that you know blah 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 it's not going to do this but it is this they might be really clarifying and getting a bit clearer i've even seen some companies completely change their language and shift from turn or whatever it might be to build 
you know, and they're starting to use other terminology. And I think that is just such a great direction to go into because what does tone even mean? I mean, we've spoken about that so many times. Yeah, it's just another clickbait thing, isn't it? Tone, shred and burn. And I posted up a, it was so funny, I posted up um, a photo of from 2016 me writing programs um, just on a piece of paper and then sort of transitioned to being on a computer now. I don't, cause I was just scrolling through my camera and found it. But what I covered up in the caption, I was actually eating a burn bar. And I look, I love protein bars, but because the it was a brand that I still am obsessed with and I love, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be associated with that word. And I'm sorry for anyone who works with that company. It's still an awesome product. But I'm like, <laughs> I just didn't want to have that word there. Yeah. Daddy, that was the first challenge I ever did that brand that you're talking about. Yes, same. It was fucking hard. I lasted a week. Yeah. Oh did yeah. you print it out and put it on your fridge? Like oh, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. I, I, I got I got diced in that because it was like eleven hundred calories. <laughs> Literally and a lot of protein. It just went straight through you. Like. All all the burn bars. All the burn bars. Yeah. But look, this is the way and I was actually reading um a book on marketing the other day, like one of the HBR books and they were talking about strategic marketing to women. Um, and they were talking about the make it pink mentality and just the language oh, and yeah. how a lot of these big companies, like they just don't get it. Do you know mm, what I mean? They just mm. don't get what makes us tick. Like, please mm. don't fucking make it pink and think I'll buy it. If anything, I won't buy it. Like, just You won't stop. now. Back no. in the day it would work. We, yep. I, I did heaps of marketing courses and it said make it pink. Why? Because it used to work. Females yeah. would be like, oh, that's for me. Literally, it, <laughs> it would work. But now Gender's changing. Feminism's changing. changing. Oh, and changing. And like just like in, for example, education and healthcare and all those sorts of things, it's going to take 10 years for them to catch up. Um, yeah. And like behind a lot of this marketing, usually it is coming from a male too. So I feel as though they, of course, I don't blame them, you know, mm. I don't blame them at all. But if you asked us, Daddy, like if you asked us, like when we're in the process of picking some new colours and stuff for the Level Up podcast. Yeah, then- sure. I was like, no, pink, get rid of the pink. I'm like, okay. I, and it's just subconscious. And I think it's just because like this terminology, like the shred and the tone, it's just been drilled into us and it has not worked. Like yeah. it hasn't made us feel more empowered or feel stronger or feel better. We want a lot of those words to associate our fitness journey with, not just being a smaller human at the end of the day. Yeah, and putting it into a box. I feel yeah. like it just puts everyone into a box and removes the um, the place for us to be an individual which yeah. yeah which we're all about um here as well so yeah I mean the language is hanging around but not as much as what we used to see which is nice and you're getting a lot of strength programs mobility you know get strong um really empowering mindset stuff mm. like that so I think that's heading in a really good way in our industry yeah so do I and like I was even reflecting the other day um on you know some of the things that I used to look at and idolize like a box gap you know, just some of the toxic things that we were, that were bred into us as healthy and attractive yeah. and how we actually thrive to look like that. Like I, I cringe thinking about that now, mm. but it was mm. on a subconscious level. And as I was saying, you would not want to promote those sorts of messages these days. That sort of like, what's that quote that we were saying the other day about the skinny taste Oh, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Who said that again? One of the models. Really big model. I can't believe I've forgotten her name. Kate Moss or something? Yeah, yeah. But it's just a a message. Like, and I was even thinking back in the day, her mum had that calorie counting book and it was like everything (gasps) had to be earned. Remember that? Um, uh, What was it called? Weight Um, Watchers? Weight Watchers. Yeah, yeah. Look, it worked for her for a while. I remember mum loved all that, but like, wow, that was before my fitness power. So you, you would get points. You know, yeah. the apple is two points or whatever. Yeah. Or this cake is 10 points. Like, yeah. wow. Things are have they changed. still around? Weight Watchers. Surely they I have would, an app. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> surely surely, surely they've upgraded with techno- technology. But, yeah, as yeah, I was saying, a lot of things, if they haven't evolved, they're gone. You know, yeah. they've evolved. Surely they've got other ways of doing things. Oh, I'm just on Weight Watchers um, and one of, you know, number one best for weight loss, 
um, Jackie O lost 10 kilos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Jackie O did it, then I'm going to click on it. Yeah. And look, again, you know, on the cover of all those magazines, blah, 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 Kim Kardashian put on five kilos in one week or whatever. You know, leave you, it every, alone. Everything. I would too if I, my ex was Kanye. Fuck, I can't believe she only put on five kilos. <laughs> oh, oh, but it's just the messaging. You Isn't know, it's it? just the messaging that actually influences it on a, uh, like a subconscious level. Mm-mm. how good i love having a bit of fun with these um i think we'll skip this for a sec so swipe and save with no context we already kind of spoke about that i mean all about a swipe and save and we have both posted that we know that it gets more engagement please don't be the person who complains about not getting engagement and saying please like save my post like oh! get, over it. <laughs> get over it guys they you know, people you know. will save it if they want to. Like, please hell. don't blame the algorithm for shit. Just create <laughs> like the algorithm content. sucks, but you know it's not your followers' fault. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's sort of a catch twenty two, isn't it? I mean, like this the the no context thing. I think just gets a bit tricky. Like, I, I'm all for sharing workouts. I'm yeah, definitely that's done what it before. What we do for sure, definitely done it before but it's it's as long as you're providing the education on the opposite side of it don't really care like that's so fine and for some people you know their entry to the gym as well might be following their favorite influences workout that is so yeah. fine as well um, but it sort of comes back down to our first stop point with the beach workout you know if you're actively promoting progressive overload and following a program and being structured and then you're telling all your followers to swipe these random workouts that you're not even yeah. doing the other thing is like you're going to the gym to actively film that. It's not even your session and then you're slapping yeah. it together, like really doing a disservice for a program to say mm. that whatever. Uh, like one of the main reasons as to why I don't really upload a whole lot of workouts is because my workouts stay the same for four to six weeks. Yeah, it's weeks. the same, isn't it? Mm. So how boring for people. Like, mm. So I think it's just really important. Again, it just comes down to that consistency with messaging and it's easy content for a lot of people. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I post the occasional workout just so people can see that we train because, you know, that's our job, um, which is so cool. Yeah, people want to see us try. Sometimes I'm like, how am I doing all this cool stuff? Um, Sorry. Is that Sherelle Grant? Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, like, you know, getting to post like training in the gym so Mm. people can see your technique, people see that you actually train, they Mm. can get some ideas. But when you say like save this workout for next time, it's like, do they have to do it? They don't have to do it. Like I yeah. might just be showing what I'm doing in the intensity that I use, but yeah. telling someone to to save it, it's kind of like you need to do this, which yeah. they don't. Call to action, you know, Call it's like marketing 101. Yeah. Do you know what I do love seeing though? It's like people upload their workouts and their, it's their actual workout and their, it's working sets. That gets me going. Mm. Like mm. when I can see that it's a working set and that this has not been pre-recorded and filmed with the best angle and they look good and it's probably about 80, 60% of their working load so that they can keep everything clean and tidy. You know, I, I love seeing a really hard set because firstly, I feel like this actually shows people what a hard set looks like because so yeah. often we have people that get so fixated on everything looking perfect and textbook all the time and they probably don't realise that sometimes with intensity, like things aren't going to be a smooth bar path all the time. Mm. There's going to be friction along the way and it's okay to be mm. able to push sometimes. We learn from that we develop our own um, RPE scale on the inside of what that looks like and I think seeing some real working sets and like actually seeing intensity seeing some failed sets I love when I can see people actually working to failure and being like oh yeah cool you know it sets the right message yeah, it does. And ever since you shared that tip on how to record while listening to music, I feel more comfortable filming my deadlift yeah, top no, set because sometimes you want the music and, yeah. and it's like, oh, I won't film it because I want to be in the zone. So I think yeah. that's a reason why I don't film it, but I think it is important as well. But it also depends on your clients. Like um, who are you working with? Do you want to come across, I'm, I'm thinking, for example, like um, a big guy, like scarily training who works with, you know, women who are a bit intimidated you probably don't want to bring that message across if that's your clientele so you do need to take that into consideration as well but yeah I'm all about showing some hard sets um, as well and people love it like um, during lockdown it was a little bit hard for me to do that just because we weren't training so that's when the whole technique 
orientated posts came about, but I really did miss posting my actual training as well. So yeah, I think it is important. People want to see you work hard. Yeah. I feel weird not posting anything where I'm just sort of like cruising through. (laughs) I'm like the opposite. I'm like, now I'll post something that's worth the entertainment or worth the watch or worth Mm. it. But yeah, I think as you mentioned, like it is about the message that you want to want to spread. And to be honest, I think it's just about being authentic at the end of the day. Like I don't do just fluffy exercises all the time like that what I'm posting is actually my training you know and I think it just comes down to that transparency um and being honest with your with your people yeah fantastic all right this is um a term Sherelle coined she loves this word toxic so toxic call out (laughs) culture (laughs) and toxic and culture toxic something culture that's your favorite phrase (laughs) yeah like I guess it's just a trend that I feel like I've been seeing more so especially since TikTok's really like blown up over the last few years I want to get more on that hey it seems cutthroat people seem brutal on TikTok they are they're savage (laughs) this is this is something actually can I just um Mm. move the ship a little bit Mm. when it comes to virality or getting a lot of attention on a platform the reason why things go big and go viral or go like bananas is from hate. And it Mm. sounds so shit. Like it's like a, well, what's the point? Um, But I really wanted to voice this because I think it's important to be able to see it from your lens. Like when a post is going thousands and thousands of comments, like are they pouring hate on someone else or is the Mm. comment section full of hate? And this actually goes to our point, like toxic call-out culture is becoming yeah. so much more common and it's really disheartening as a coach to watch other coaches um, shame newer coaches for not knowing better. When at the end of the day, sometimes they do know better for sure, like what we mentioned with the beach workout, some, sometimes they do know better and they need to be pulled up. Um, and and But majority of the time they don't know better. And no. they're, they're regurgitating information that they've heard of someone else. And I just think, yes, maybe a less engaging way of doing it, but a more respectful way is actually just educating. And as I mentioned, what we're doing here, calling out the message is the problem and not the person, like not targeting the person with their handle, their TikTok video, like all the things. It's not like, nice. It's bullying. It's it shaming is bullying. others. And I, I don't know if it's my past experiences or my perspective, but I just think, you know, it can be detrimental to people and yeah. their, their mental health. And I worry about yeah. something happening in the future to, to one of these people. And that yeah. to me, I'm like, we have to be thinking on a more um, empathetic lens. Yeah. So what I've noticed on Instagram versus TikTok, so we'll start with Instagram. A lot of people who don't practice what they preach, they clearly, you know, don't really train at all, which it's fine. Not everyone has to train. Yet they're educating other people, quote unquote, educating other people on training and this is how you do this and my way is the best way and I'm tagging them because they're, you know, saying the wrong thing. But then, look, they haven't touched a weight in a very long time and they don't actually really work with clients. And it's like, okay, that's just an ego thing. Obviously, they're coming from a place of hurt. Now, we need to realize that anyone who talks the loudest or thinks that they're right and is very closed-minded, they've got a lot of hurt happening Mm -hmm. in their life and it's not an excuse for poor behavior um, but it's very much becoming you can just read it you can just read the insecure people because they're the ones talking the loudest and I think it's quite sad because it's not constructive for anyone it's just their cry for help and validation Mm. it doesn't actually give the clients an answer Mm. there's too much of don't do this don't follow that person don't do that and there's less of this is how you do this so this is what you can try um, and then one on Instagram that I have noticed is, um, sorry, on TikTok that I have noticed is, I don't know what it is, but people are making fun of people in the background of their gym training videos. Yeah, I've been um, hearing of this. What is yeah, there's someone on Instagram who actually calls those people out. And I think it's good. Obviously, this guy's doing it for his entertainment as well and his followers. But I think it's actually important because... Can you tell us what that what that looks like? Yeah, so... Look, you and I are all about filming workouts, you know, taking selfies if you're comfortable, um, mm. you know, really empowering yourself and, and allowing the gym to be your safe space. But there are a lot of videos coming out where if someone walks in front of their camera, the person's kind of making a face at them and, you know, using swear words in the, the captions and all of that, having a mm. crack at an innocent person for walking in front of your camera, like don't have such a big ego. Um, and then just making fun of people who are doing exercises wrong. 
in the background of their video, I really don't think that's nice at all because we've all been that person. Um, but I have noticed it a lot on TikTok. That's kind that's of why I'm like, it's really bad. But there is one person on Instagram who calls those people out and that's what drew my attention to it. Like, mm. yes, you and I are here creating a culture where people are comfortable, but don't be an asshole about it. Like if someone yeah. walks in front of your camera, all right, whatever. Like oh, yeah. it happens. People are minding their own business. So I think those two points are important to address because there's a lot of it happening. Yeah, I have seen the odd, uh, like I, 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 there was a few comments with that exact thing and I wasn't quite clear about what that meant. Um, but now that you say that to me and like when I've done the odd post about like team tripod and feeling confident doing that, I've, I've had some of those comments too, like, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. And I never really had the context. I'm like, well, that's just being a shit human. Of course mm. I'd never do that. Of course I'm not encouraging that. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, we've got to be respectful to other people. I recognise yeah. when I take my freaking big Sony 64000 to the gym that I need to create space for people. People don't yeah. need to create space for me. That's entitled. That. So it's yeah. really important just to respect that everyone should have their space. And if you're wanting to record, like maybe you need to go at a different time of the day or maybe you just need to be actually okay um, yeah. with people like walking in front of it if it's at that period and Absolutely. If anyone ever called out someone's poor technique, I think I would even have something to say. Like, yeah, I don't think nice. that's appropriate at all. No, it's not nice at all, particularly when, the, like, yeah, there was someone who just looked so uncomfortable to, uncomfortable to be in the gym and I just felt so yeah. sorry for her. It was an older lady and you, it probably was her first time in the gym and I, it just made me so sad. Like, yeah. I want to see more people helping someone or at yeah. least offering, like, hey, do you mind if I just tell you I miss that? Like mm. it still happens, but we need to just get rid of the ego, man. We all yeah. go to gyms for a different reason. We all have our story. Someone's pet might have just been put down and then yep. so they're just going to the gym to clear their head. They don't need to, you know, have a world record lift. They just want to get out of the house. You yeah. never know why someone's at the gym. Nah, a really, really good point. Um, You never know. You never know. And it's, I think it's really important. Like if you haven't had that perspective, it's, you know, it's a very entitled position to be in to be like people have their own shit going on and yep. it actually unfortunately puts um, us in a box of people that record at the gym and that's a horrible mm. mentality because that they're just shit people, right? Yeah. And, like, you need they need to be called out, to be honest, because that's mm. bullying and mm. that's what we're saying. Like, that is bullying. It's the mm. exact same equivalent. So, yeah, this toxic call-out culture because everyone does have a tripod and everyone is a creator and there's all these platforms now to be able to create easily. Um, a lot more people are being able to sit in that driver's seat. But let's not yep. forget that privacy should be respected still, um, especially when it comes to a gym, because not everyone wants to be broadcasted on social media. Exactly. And if I've recorded something as well, I don't care if it's top set. If there's someone in the background that's very visible, um, and maybe their technique's not fantastic, you know, I won't post it because I just no. don't think that's appropriate because it's the equivalent. Like I don't want to be, I don't want um, the attraction to be drawn to someone who doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. And I know most people don't really care at the end of the day, but I'll usually say to someone, oh, I'm just about to record this set. Do you mind? And yep. nine times out of 10, it's no, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Most of the time as well, when I'm using a camera, it only focuses on one person. So it blows yep. everything else out anyways. But yeah, nice. I think it's just important to be mindful of that. Like just be mindful and just remember that, yes, you need to create the space at the gym, not the other way around. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I was getting someone to record an exercise and then um, the lady on the lap pull down just behind me sort of stopped her set and was looking. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 you continue. I'm going to move. Like, just be aware. The signs are there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah well said. Yeah. Uh, and the other one that has been trending for a little while um, that I don't think is ever going to go away, unfortunately, is just targeted fat loss workouts. So this whole yeah. craze of hip dips. That I had to like really research and was like, what the hell is a hip dip? Oh, it's anatomy. It's your anatomy. It's like that thing. And your femurs. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. You can't change it. People think that we need to get rid of it. And the same with like lower abdominal workout. The other thing (laughs) is like another pet peeve similar to the day of eating is like when people do like they're they're lean and they do like an ab flex and then they do an ab workout. It's like, no, no, no. That's not how that happens. 
happens. Yeah. Like, did you used to do that though when you nah, were competing? I never. did when I was younger. First comp, I was shredded as all hell. And then I was doing hanging leg raises. There and of go. course it got so many likes. But you know what? I never really did that exercise until that video. <laughs> it was all a lie. I'm exactly. pulling myself out. Exactly. But <laughs> you probably didn't know better back then anyways, to be yeah. honest. Like it didn't so have that, that lens. But that's what it sends. It sends that people have to yeah. do unlimited crunches to build abs. And like, look, abs are a muscle. Um, but the reason why you can see her abs is because she's lean. Yeah, she's been dieting and training really hard all over and doing cardio. She didn't just yep. say, hey, I'm going to do a million and one crunches or I'm going to do lots of tricep exercises to get rid of, you know, the part around my tricep. It yes. helps a tiny bit, you know, it helps develop the muscle, but it doesn't get rid of fat around that area, unfortunately. If anything, if you've got really big muscles and then it's covered with a little bit more fat, then you're going to look bigger. That happens to me when I train arms. Yeah. I'm like, yep. oh, no. It's happening again, but it is what it is. But targeted fat loss, come on, guys, you just, unfortunately, you can't target. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because like you see, you see people and they're like, oh no, I'll do, I'll do the cross trainer because it'll just help me burn like, you know, fat off my legs. And it's, it's just not the way that um, fat loss happens in the body, unfortunately. No. Like we can't choose where it comes from. You want to be choosing like the the exercises and the workouts that give you the most bang for your buck in terms of energy expenditure, of yes. course, but it all comes from nutrition. So like do an ab flex and then I don't know, show me a calorie deficit, maybe. That goes <laughs> this is me in pain and just, you know, so tired and yeah. my sex yeah. drive is gone and I'm emotional. Yep, That's exactly. what an abflex really is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's associate that together, especially for females, it definitely is. Yeah, people are getting mixed up because obviously, yeah, we've said you can't target, target fat loss, but you can target the muscles that you develop. Yeah. Two different things though. Yeah, very two different things. So you can target muscles, you can't target fat loss. Yeah, actually, yeah, really good. And one that grinds my gears, <laughs> just always one. Has, I feel like always. Well. Oh, they look these are all grind my gears, <laughs> but this is a big one for me because I feel like it's just such an elephant in the room in the fitness industry, isn't um, it? Claiming natty when you're not, <sighs> or even claiming natty when you've you've dabbled in some stuff in the past like you're never natural after you sort of touch steroids you physiologically no. develop different structures so that you've always um, enhanced at the end of the day but mm. guys you'd be so surprised about the amount of females the amount of people in your local bloody anytime fitness like health clubs like competitors teenagers like peds or performance enhancing drugs are very accessible these days oh um, yeah and a lot of people use a lot of people use and i don't want to say that everyone does because there's like some amazing physiques out there and athletes that are natural um but a lot of the times if you've got a lot of heavy features um together like you know absolutely shredded delts shredded abs full glutes like and then other characteristics and it's all come together in a short period of time and they've only been training for like one to three years it ain't happening don't buy the program no don't buy (laughs) and that's the other thing right they get this physique they step on stage and then they Mm. become a coach or they sell an (laughs) ebook yeah look there's nothing wrong with taking steroids, whatever. But just don't lie and say that it was your training and nutrition that got the physique on its own. Yep. I understand that when when you do take things, and I know so many people, obviously, in my family, my partner, take it. It's fine. That's mm. great. But, you, yeah, don't pretend that you're not. Yeah. I think that's just the issue. It's yeah, just, it's, it's lying. lying. It's the lying. At the end of the day, like, you know, you take, people take performance enhancing drugs at their own cost. Um, like they're, they're happy to live with those like consequences if there is any, you know, and I think that's really important because it is unregulated for a lot of people. So mm. I wouldn't say it's, it's by no means healthy to do it. Um, it's by no means definitely safe to do it. Um, and it's really important that I think that there's, transparency with like people doing it or not because even for example there's unnatural sorry natural federations where half of the athletes are enhanced and i just think that's bullshit that happened to me in icn i'm pretty sure and it's so disheartening like it's fine but just train in a federation where you know you can do all that don't don't Mm. go in natural federations like it's not it's not cool but again it just shows where they're coming from and they would rather just have the first place than the reward 
reward and you know it's yeah it's it's not good but look if you still do take substances you still need to work very 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 hard you can't just do it and sit on the couch and your physique changes um but again yeah that's not the issue it's just the lying and the false marketing that we have a problem with yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't know the solution because I know transparency is illegal at the end of the day. That's the thing because you did out. make that post and I had to have a little giggle because, again, I love your post. Like, good on you for, for stirring the pot a little bit. But um, someone commented, oh, by the way, Sherelle, it is actually legal. So no one's going to admit it, no. to be honest. No. So we'll just reverse it. How about we just don't talk about being natural if you're not? Um, yeah. Rather than saying, I take this or I take that because no one's going to ever do that because no, no they'll be behind bars. The- do you know what though? It almost should be regulated. It almost should be made legal. If so many people are going to do it, why couldn't there be people? You can to say actually... that about party drugs, man. Yeah, it's so true. But That's... I mean, they do in they do in countries. In countries, yeah, I think Australia is a little bit behind, but yeah. we are going to be legalizing certain substances here um, mm. within reason. But if you say it with one thing, you say it for all of it. To be honest, not saying that um, it's in the same category. As well, performance enhancing is very different to getting a high or or a low or whatever you want from party drugs. Yeah. But like, it still goes under the the category of illegal substances. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the solution is, but yeah, the one that just grinds my gears just is don't when lie. You, just don't lie. Just be transparent. Don't say, "Oh no, like I've just been working really hard" or whatever it is. And you can see, and you're like, "Honey, I know." <laughs> like you can see it, and after a period of time, you can pick it. Um, mm-hmm. when you know what you're looking for. And I think it's just incredibly misleading because it does set unrealistic expectations. I mean, I've had clients like set their background as someone that's clearly enhanced on steroids and been like body goals. And I'm like, no, nah. you can't think like that because yeah. it's actually not achievable. Like it's no. not achievable for you. And we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to anyone because that's never going to be achievable. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we had an awesome episode with Victoria Falker as well, talking about performance enhancing drugs and um, things like that for anyone who wants to have a really in-depth scientific listen, because that was a very long episode, yeah. um, but it was an awesome one. So have a listen to the episode with Victoria Falker as well yeah. um, to learn more about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the lucky last point, which we just had to look up what it meant to get the right thing, but BBL. So Brazilian <laughs> butt lifts. Now, yeah. We had to do a bit of research before because it's not actually butt implants like silicon. So you can get butt implants similar to breast implants or you can get a BBL, so Brazilian butt lift, where they actually perform liposuction, take the fat from your stomach, for example, and then place it in your butt. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, obviously this has become more common than what we know. And how would you know? I mean, like, how would you know? I think with implants, sometimes you can tell like that they're implants, but with a BBL, with something so augmented that is your body fat, like you're not going to know. Um, and you know I- how I can pick it? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Actually, not, not that I go around saying this, 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 but in the off um, occurrences that, well, the odd occurrences where I've noticed they don't really have like developed hamstrings and I'm not here to to pick on anyone, but it's, it's just all, but, and then kind of, you know, not really that much muscle mass in hamstrings and, but would you be able to tell in tights? Some of them are really obvious. Yeah. Like I'm pretty naive to this stuff, but some of them are quite obvious because yeah, but everyone's entitled to their own body shape and that, but I think, you know, as a competitor, it's oh it it's absolutely hard. grinds my gears people guys. can have a crack at us though because we've had breast implants no but it's different because you're on stage being judged on your muscular development yeah you didn't develop yeah your i've butt. actually been on stage and competed as a pro next to someone who won and had mm. um butt implants mm. and i remember everyone was just like look and sometimes competing's a bit political and i just have to laugh because i'm like well What's this? What's this like? I would have never won. No one would have ever won. Above no. that didn't have that sort of natural enhancement um, or buying it. You know, and one of the main things that I feel like frustrates me sometimes with like things like this, like a BBL, is the one thing I love about fitness is that you can't buy it. You have to earn it and you've got to work yeah. for it. Mm. And these sorts of things, it, it's the quick fix at the end of the day. And like what you said, Danny, don't care what other people do. You do mm. you. You want to mm. look the way you want to look all for it sis like go for it but I get 
uh, I get a bit funny then when it comes to like competing where it's like the Olympics. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to, you're handy. You should be handicapped at the same place or whatever that is where you're like, you know, it's sort of an even plane. And I feel like these sorts of things can come across as a bit funny in sports, like competing. But then also if you're marketing yourself as selling booty plans or glute programs yeah. or whatever it might be, but then you've like purchased it. Yes. That's the issue. Like, it's like us selling a pec plan where we've had (laughs) breast implants, you know, learn how to bench press and grow those boobs. Like, you just, it's not right. Like, we'd be naive to say that we have a problem with people getting surgery because we don't. On our last episode, we literally just spoke about the surgeries that we've had and fillers and this and that, whatever, that I've had. Um, but again, it's just the lying that we don't like, you Mm. know, to get on, on stage and being judged on your glutes when you've paid for them or to sell a a glute guide or a glute book when you've paid for them, you know, it's just, again, false marketing, false advertising, and it's leaving the consumers, you know, they're going to be really disheartened um, because they're not going to be getting the results. And it's unfortunate, you know, it's good for for marketing in the person's bank account and, you know, federations who want a glamorous um, look on stage, that's fine, but Mm. come on. Yeah. It's not really fair. When you can like just buy those things as well. And in the same, I have the same sort of mentality when it comes to steroids as well. Like I know you've got to work hard, but when you can literally just make the results come so much more easier, I wouldn't get the same satisfaction. Like I'd almost be demotivated to train. Like if, if I knew that I could just go and buy it, like yeah. and it, like what like do you know what I mean like I think yep. the the reward comes in the work that comes from it to lead to those results not just the results because you know it's that instant gratification you can build a physique if you do the work right yeah. if, you, if you do the work and yeah I just think it does paint the wrong message then when these people are sort of going out and as you said like actively using themselves as marketing mm. to sell something that they or a method or a product or an approach that they didn't actually take themselves to get the result that they're selling like they're selling a result and yep. anytime someone's selling you a result you need to question it you need to be buying the processes you need to mm. be buying the methods you need to be buying the way in which they do things not the outcomes of others or themselves And it's sad. I mean, it comes back to what we were saying about not being satisfied. Um, And you can just see it in these people for them to do that again they're just searching for that fulfillment and you know mm. it's they're getting it so quickly that it's on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and it's never enough. I just feel sorry yeah it's yeah. never enough but yeah. you know as consumers it's very important to be aware of this and again mm. we come from a place of love and understand that everyone's just trying to live and survive and feel validated in life yeah. um, but just yeah don't compare your life to someone else's because you don't know the place that they're coming from yeah. You know, a big reason as to why I would always stay natural is I feel as though if you ever dabbled in the steroid realm or anything like this, the your end result or your potential or the ceiling is unlimited. Mm. and it's hard to know when to stop like when is it enough when will you Mm. ever be happy when you can just have a new cycle or another butt lift or whatever it might be so I think even though genetic potential like do we ever hit it like there's always Mm. improvement a lot of people think they hit their genetic potential and it's like have they probably not like maybe if you're like 40 and you've been doing this forever but there's always things that you can change like processes and ways and training and that to me is like so much more enjoyable and gives me so much more satisfaction um, yep. in knowing that. But then also there's going to be a time where things slow down and I'm not getting the same level of growth development or progress. And that's important mm. to go through rather than just finding some fuel tank to throw on it and just keep yep. it burning and then having to do that forever. And then yep. just constantly having to just strive towards something more. Yeah. And you know, that was so well said. And you know what that made me think of? Ash Barty, how she retired from tennis yesterday or last week by the time people listened to it. And a lot of people were upset, confused and saying, why would she do that? She's just at her peak. Like, you know, she needs to keep playing tennis. And and yes, it was entertaining and inspiring, but my hat goes off to her because Mm -hmm. she recognized everything that you just said, you know, mm. how much more can you be pushing and the fulfillment wasn't there. And she wanted to start focusing on friends and family and, you know, time um, with her loved ones. So she decided to, to hang up the tennis racket. And I think that that is just so noble mm. for someone so young with now all the money in the world. And, you know, she's got the titles. She yeah. could have just kept riding that validation wave, but she had to really make that tough decision of, nope, I need to now focus on something else. I can't 
give it my all. Like mm. I just thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I agree. It's the exact same thing that I said. Like good on her and hopefully society will start to recognize like it's not always just about thriving. Like we need to look after people's mental health. We need to just, like yeah. she got, she had some rough um, seasons, right? Like she's been through a lot. She's been very mm. open about it, mm. you know, and it just goes to show you can't just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, especially athletes. They are people at mm. the end of the day and they need to be supported in pulling back to and prioritizing other areas. Um, Brilliant. And I think even with the fitness industry, like fitness is more than just how you look and even how you perform right like your mental fitness like your nutrition your wellness your recovery who you are as a person the I guess the lessons that you take from fitness how you can put it into other areas of your life right like everything we're talking about talked about here is a life lesson in itself like the easier Mm. option manipulation Mm. being authentic respecting others all these things are directly transferable into other areas to actually allow you to develop more as a person you know so when we take the quicker route or the easier route or lie in order to get there what does that say about the actual person? Yeah, exactly right. And I really enjoyed this episode. And again, thank you for putting that post on um, on Instagram. And thank you for everyone who interacted with it. It's really cool to see the culture and the community that, you know, we're attracting and creating and, and, and everyone. I think the message is uh, beautiful. And yes, things are changing. And sometimes we have to learn things the hard way. Um, but it's nice to know that people are sort of steering away from the quick fixes and and sacrificing other areas of health just for a physical look. You know, it's all about um, having an idea of health that fits your lifestyle, whether it be relationships, whether it be, you know, training at the gym for fun, or if you have a goal to compete or do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really important to just, yeah, keep your eyes open and not everything is as it seems and, and that's fine. But just, yeah, let's go all get a little bit more wiser. And at the end of the day, just prioritize your health and your mental health as well. Yeah, really good. And I think definitely society starting, like definitely starting to respect that, like especially after lockdowns and how fitness got taken from a lot of people and we had to develop other aspects of ourselves. And yeah, I think everyone, like the consumer facilitates change. And I think that's really important. Like if we're engaging with certain content that we don't actually agree with, um, which sometimes can happen, you might find yourself double tapping something that you know is bullshit. Like, why do we do it? I think it's important to be able to pull ourselves up and be like, we are the facilitator for change. If we want to see change, it's going to take a long time. It's always, mm. It always will be. But we, we have the capacity to do that by opening up conversations and dialogue and engaging with the appropriate people. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. Awesome. We hope everyone enjoyed this episode of us just being able to give a bit more context, you know, on some of these comments because, um, you know, social media is content without context and our podcast can hopefully fill that void as well. So if you did enjoy this episode, as always, please do take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. Thanks, everyone.